everybody, light up your cigarettes if you got them, because this joint is going to be hot. Talking about a radio, powerful transmission, but no submission. 4-4, down the freeway, daddy-o, top down, all crowns, the kings of bebop, all the glory on top, tippy top of that transmission tower, all that transmission power. Guys, it is 10.26 p.m. It is 5.19.2017. It is Opal City Radio time. My name is Mike, and with me is Emily. Hey, guys. Um, You may notice uh, some audio quality improvement, maybe, because we've tried to free ourselves from the tyranny that is Skype. Yeah, Skype is just getting worse and worse. And worse it's, and it's worse. It's true. It's it's it, it's a very bad friend. Yeah, it's very bad. It's pretty terrible. Yeah. So um, we've decided to leave the lands of DC, which were kind of terribly, you know, like disappointing. Really. Uh, yeah. I. This this trek through current comic books <laughs> has just been so disappointing. <laughs> It it has it it's been yeah there have been some disappointments and it's really it's trimmed down my pull list a lot either just through oh well I guess this book is ended because I didn't realize it was a limited series because it was never advertised as such yeah or like oh well this book sucks I'm not reading it <laughs> yeah I mean I I would I would have to agree with you there so, friend. but. But yeah. we have set sail yet again, me hardies. Yes. For uh, we have decided to leave for the greener seas, the greener seas, the greener, the bluer, the bluer seas, the calmer the, seas, the calmer seas. That's we we've picked up a trade wind, and that trade wind is image. Yes, we are going to be reading some third party uh, comics. So oh not not the main two, not superheroes. What? I know. Which, honestly, a real talk for a second. Oh, like, oh doing okay. this we're going to do this. Yeah, doing this, too. I'm like, man, I don't know. Like, I'm just getting burned out on, like, current superhero stuff. Um, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, the, the big two have made some mistakes. And it's, like, not even stuff that, like, I'm currently reading. It's just, like, everything right. that's happening around it. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm... I don't think it's asking for too much to to want a superhero book that's like fun and punchy. Yeah. But then it's also got like really great character stuff. Yeah, I mean I, that I don't would... think that's asking for Oh, also and nobody's nobody's a Nazi. That's Yeah, well that would be bloody nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> I, I think I misused that slang. I um no I think you you were fine okay I think your in it was well placed okay good, good I mean I good, am by far <laughs> I am by far the more convincing English person of the two of us I can't do accents for anything which is why I, I can don't know. do any sort of accent or I can this is me Australian accent 
I, I, it's a little bit more nasal, mate. Yeah, you're talking through your nose a bunch there, pal. Well, that's what I've got to do if I want to sound Australian. Good day. Oh. <laughs> you're going to be in Brisbane. Yes, <laughs> it's right, Kingpin. I'll chase you out of Brisbane. <laughs> but, so, yes, so we, we are leaving all that behind to uh, explore uh, indie comics, stuff that's yes. not superheroes. Spoiler, a lot of it's going to be Warren Ellis because I'm I mean, reading, like, everything he's publishing but why, right now. But why wouldn't it be, though? Because, listen. I'm going to try. Mean, I'm going to I'm gonna break it up. The next thing we'll read will not be a Warren Ellis book, but then the next thing after that will be a Warren Ellis book. I mean, I can't we just be Warren Ellis the podcast? I mean, we, we could. He, we, we totally could. We, we totally could. He does a lot of writing. He really does. I mean... Well, I mean, again, one of his one of his quotes that I've tried to take to heart is like, you know, oh, writer's block. I've heard of that. I mean, if you're not writing, you're not a writer, though. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh man, Warren Ellis, you are so wise. You're so wise, Internet Jesus. It's it's well, that's that's why he's Internet Jesus. It's true. So tonight, uh, we are going to talk about his book Injection. Oh, man, I have never heard of this book. And I was like, hmm, well, let me crack this open. And it was just like I could not stop reading it. Yeah. Okay. Also, another bonus point for uh, for third-party comics. Sure. Since I get all my stuff digitally. Yeah. Um, Image and um, IDW, at least, they provide you with a DRM-free copy that you can download for yourself. That's super duper rad. So, hey, I have already bought all 12 issues of Injection that are out. Yeah. So I could download them and I can share it with a friend. Right. Who has now read it, who will be, oh, I like this comic. Yes, I am going to buy more comics. Let me go buy the trade of this comic instead of making yeah. me buy it two different times and give you twice the money for, like, your terrible right. comic I didn't even want to buy the first time around. Yeah, I mean, it's... it. Uh, it's just it's so frustrating it's like i understand i I mean i understand not because yes piracy you just get one person that buys it and then everyone else downloads it but then on the other hand it's like it's an accessibility thing and if i'm already shelling out four bucks for a digital comic right marvel yeah give me a free damn copy that i can download yeah it's true i mean you know but then again it's like that's being being a person who plays video games this comes up quite a lot mm-hmm. and like it it is it's it's one of those things where it's like the argument against it seems well founded on the surface mm-hmm. but then you really look into it and you're like this is like you're being extremely shitty yeah i just again it's just it makes it easier to to share yeah it, that's when, at when the end of the share, day that's that's all it does it's just and again like i've now i've shared it with mike he's read it he's loved it we're yeah. you know we're gonna share our opinions with you guys hopefully it sounds like something that you guys want to go buy and read i mean why wouldn't you i mean if you do comiXology the first couple of issues are free to read with comiXology yeah. unlimited or unlimited yeah whatever their yeah. thing is um but yeah i just Again, just just make it. E- People won't steal your shit if you make it easier for easier for them to have it. Yeah, legally. I, but, like, but again, it, it's like, but and it, it all comes down to like this whole like, but 
but we could have all their money, you know, like it's just mm. that mindset. It never, it never works. No, Marvel, you're about to have none of my money because I'm yeah done with shenanigans. Yeah, like I mean, your movies are, are real good, Marvel, but like I mm-hmm. mean, your comics, like I don't know, maybe you should like not make people Nazis. Yeah, and then have like your your okay. Do you know how how they're they're fixing that? Um, I, I hear it's like a secret war thing. So I, I was like, I don't know, like scrolls maybe. I don't know. So what, what I have seen is of course. So now like Hydra cap, it's okay because that's not actually like 616, uh, Steve. God. It's, it's another one from an alternate universe where Uh. Hydra won and Uh. Steve Rogers is somewhere trying to get home. Oh, God. I'm like, that's even stupider than like what I thought they were going to do, which was going to be like either brainwashing or life model decoy. I mean, Life Model Decoy at least would have been like, oh, hey, you know, but like, oh, that's so stupid. It's just. Like, that's like, that's a short walk from like, it was all a dream. Seriously. I'm just like, okay. Like, you can take, sorry to go off on this tangent, but it's like, you can take a character, because I keep thinking of like, um, Superman Red Sun. Yeah. Right? Right. Elseworlds story mark miller's only good story that he ever wrote i mean you're right (laughs) where it takes and the what if is what if kal-el's ship did not crash land in kansas but instead in the middle of stalin's russia yeah and it's great because he's fundamentally the same exact character he's just not extolling american virtues he's extolling Soviet soviet virtues virtues which is great yeah so i'm like okay you you can do that as a character study and as like a cool like what if sure but don't do like your shitty event i don't know it just it feels like they just totally mishandled or they could have done something like what happened with miss marvel where it was like at the end of the first issue and it kind of pissed people off where she gets her you know we think she gets her powers and that last page is her and she looks like carol so you've taken This Pakistani Muslim girl, and now she looks like a white woman. Yeah. And people are like, what the hell? And then, of course, you get to the next issue, and it's like, oh, no, that's her shape-shifting powers, and that's what she... And then it leads to the whole examination of identity and all that. Yeah, I mean, but at least they they did something with it. So it it could have been at the end of your first issue, oh, shit, Cap's a Hydra agent. What? Yeah. And then you get to the second issue, and the first page is, oh, no, okay, this is us... It's not, not everything is what it seems. Yeah. Which would have been fine. I mean, it, or, yeah, that, that probably would have been. Okay. Or you could do whatever the hell it is. <laughs> or you could just go with Nazi, Nazi cap, you know, whatever. <sighs> so you could see Nazi. why I'm taking a break. Even though I don't read Captain America comics, it's, it's still, it's, so yes, we're taking a break. We're, we're reading yeah. indie stuff for the yeah. next couple of weeks. Let's, until until this all blows over. <laughs> because I know in six months they will fucking retcon this. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is but but this is the problem with modern comics is like yeah. you're not letting people get used to these characters before you're like alternate universe time. You know, it's like yeah, it does feel like it's more 
I mean, maybe I'm just like misremembering comics from the 90s and early 2000s. No, no, you're not. You're, because you're absolutely not. Because it feels not. like there's more events. I'm like, I don't there care. There are. I don't because care. Because like when you're talking about comics, like the 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 90s and like, you know, like maybe the late, late 80s, but like, you know, the 90s and the 2000s, they were all about these big events, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like people like... You can't just have explosions everywhere. Eventually, you will get tired of the explosions. Yeah, it's like it has to it has to mean something. Right, And it doesn't exactly. mean anything if I know that in six months, you will have another event that will right. totally undo the whatever happened in your last big event. Yeah. yeah it's it's just, it's stupid. But our, our diatribe is over, I suppose. Yeah. So, okay. So, yes. We read Injection. We did. Which is an image comic. Yes. Uh, by Super Team... Warren Ellis, artist Declan Shalvey, and uh-huh. colorist Jordi Belair, who all worked on Moon Knight together. They did. And yeah, because oh I goodness. was like, wait a minute, this looks familiar. Why it do does. I? Why? And then I was this, like, oh. This cover looks so familiar. Oh. I'm like, oh, that's why you all worked on Moon Knight. You, you another... sneaky bunch of Brits and other nationalities that I'm unfamiliar with. Yeah. Um, Declan is Irish, and I. Jordy is American, I believe. <laughs> I, I, Ellis, Declan, and Jordy. Well, listen to that. That that's like a that's a like a '90s super team in the making. Right <laughs> Either that or like an RPG example, like <laughs> where it's like, "Pass me the dice," says Warren. <laughs> you know, oh like, my god. <laughs> Yes. Now, Declan, you wanted to attack Warren's... That's right. He's attacking my friend. Okay, Declan, roll the dice. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. No. Ugh. So, this comic, I explained it to Mike as... This is peak Warren Ellis. Yeah. And I mean that in a good way. Yes. Um, Writers like artists have a style... Oh, yeah, absolutely. And writers definitely, and this is not meant to be like a dig at writers. Yeah. But they tend to, they have the same joke. And it's just different punchlines. Yeah, I mean. So you know a topic that a writer will generally cover. Yeah. You know, injection is like pure... Unfiltered Warren Ellis. It's it's raw, uncut Warren Ellis. Yeah, this hasn't been... watered down with anything there's no like baby powder or flour exactly that's right you're getting the real primo stuff here so listen to this so injection this is my little our little plot synopsis before we get to nitty gritty (laughs) of course so you have a group of five people who are brought together by the british government yes so that they can brainstorm the guesses about the future of human culture Yes, they come to the realization that, you know, I mean, for the past 800 years, it's been kind of boring, isn't it? Yeah, it's like they've seen the future. They've they've made their predictions about the future. Shit's going to be real boring. Yeah, so for, to, for a long time. So to keep it from being boring, to keep the future interesting, which is a very Warren Ellis idea. Yeah, it's true. They all work together to create an, um, an AI. Right. Through technology and magic. <laughs> it's true. They put it on the internet. Yeah. Well, of course, it gets loose in the real world. 
Of course. So this group is brought back together so they can fix this problem. Because the AI, since it has gotten loose, it's creating all sorts of havoc based on myth and superstition. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, and, and the thing is, it's like when they create the AI, which was super awesome, by the way. Yeah. You know, it's like they basically kind of imbue it with like an animal sort of cunning. Yeah, it has an alien intelligence. It's right, not because it based... doesn't act right. It doesn't act like a human. Yeah, it doesn't act at all like a human. Actually, we we don't know quite what it's based on. We know it's yeah. magic. It's true. It's definitely because yeah, their like... their resident wizard came up with it. Um, yeah. So we're not sure, but it is studying people. Yeah. And learning about human culture. It is. And it's horrifying. But yeah, I'm like, this is the most Warren Ellis thing. <laughs> it's so great. I love it so much. Of, yes, of keeping the future interesting. Of technology plus magic. Equals great. Of equals fantastic. Of, you <clears throat> know, of cutting edge technology, you know, future tech. Yeah. You know, all of that. Ugh, so many, like, Warren Ellis hallmarks. I love it. There's, yeah, it, it's there's so much of it. But, I mean, if you like Warren Ellis, like, I mean, you'll yeah, like, pick this up. I would say, and as I was reading, I'm like, okay, since this is such undiluted Warren Ellis. Yeah. I could see this being a book that people either love or they hate. Yeah, I depending mean. Depending on, on. It's true. How, how much you like him, how much you like, like, his shtick. Yeah. So just, you know, whatever. Um, we personally loved it, of course. Yeah. I mean, I like, I mean, I, I've read Warren Ellis, like, literal books before, so. Yeah, I mean, oh my god, his, yeah. his novels are amazing, by the way. If, Gun if anyone's Machine. Not, oh my god, Gun Machine was amazing. Crooked yes. Little Vein was amazing. Ah, oh, Crooked Little Vein is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um. So, this group, they are working with <laughs> the Ministry of Time and Measurement. Yes. In a group called the Force Projection International. Yes, or and FPI. Yeah, the FPI. In the Cultural Cross-Contamination Unit. Yes. Like, this is this is amazing. <laughs> so far, it's great. So, at the head of it, you have this woman, uh, yeah. Maria Kilbride. Yes. Who is a, a scientist. Mm -hmm. She's also about a thousand percent done with everything and everyone around her yeah i mean the thing is is that you know it, it, when we first meet her she's waking up in like a mental institution basically yes yes and, she is you know and they're like hey you know we need you for like a thing um do you remember what you did last mm -hmm. and she's like no i don't i've been i really just want a sandwich yes you've been feeding me intravenously and i i don't want to be here anymore mm-hmm and so, you know, they, like, release her from this thing, and they're like, oh, you know, like, we're going to have to get her introduced to, like, to your controller and everything like that. Like, you know, and basically Maria's the one that they send out to do to do what needs doing. Yeah, because their first problem is um, an archaeologist found a rock Yeah. from Penwith. Yes. And he was doing, like... Sound experiments. Sound experiments on it. on it, and him and his two helpers and their lab disappeared. Yeah, and it's like where, where go? Yes. So then that's that's the catalyst kind of for bringing everyone back together. So you have right. her, and of course, then she contacts Robin Morrell. 
Yes. Who is a cunning man. Yes. Which is essentially they were folk healers or white witches. Yeah. Um, Shamans, basically. Yeah. Like, this like is, druids, basically. Yeah. This is like a super. This is also a super English book. Too. It is. Yeah. It's very, very. Or maybe I should say British because not everyone's English in it. Yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's like a very British thing. So his family has been cunning men for like centuries. <laughs> yeah, for generations upon generations. And, you know, the whole thing is they want to bring him in back into the fold. They want him to work with the government in this place called the Breaking Yard. Oh, my God. Yes. Where he could be. He, he would be like Her Majesty's own personal Ghostbuster. I mean. That, like, I cannot tell you. Like, I mean, that's my dream job. <laughs> to work the breaking yards and be called like America's Ghost Breaker. Like, I mean, my God. That's. It's so Warren Ellis and so amazing. It, it is. I love it. So he's also kind of the resident um, uh, expert on all, like, folklore stuff. It's true. I mean, they keep calling him a wizard, and he's like, I'm not, again, I'm not a wizard. I'm not a wizard. As it's, like, pouring down rain, but it's not raining on him. It's not raining on him, yes. Yeah. So, you know, as I call in him, you have um, Simon Winters. Right. Who's from MI6. Yes. He's Black James Bond. He's... Idris Elba as James as Bond. James Bond. Uh, they, like Hollywood. Come on. Like, like, come on. Do me the solid. Yeah. Just I mean, pl- like, Daniel Craig, you know he doesn't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, Idris Elba for, like, for, for life. I, oh my God, I would pay so much money to see that. It'd be so awesome. He'd be the best James Bond. He would be amazing. The uh, best. Yeah, this comic makes a really good argument for it. Yeah. Really good argument for it. So, he's there. Uh, you have um, Viv Headland, who's he's Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, he's like Sherlock Holmes. He's like Middle Eastern Indian. Not yeah. sure what his ethnicity is, but he's Sherlock Holmes. He's their uh, logician um, ethicist. Yes, he's my favorite. Him and Maria <laughs> are like he my is, bitchy favorites. Yeah, he is. He is pretty much. Pretty, pretty much like liquid awesome distilled. Oh my, he's amazing. It's all the fun of Sherlock Holmes with like even more of a hedonistic bent. So. Yes, yes, because he does not cut himself off from that because he's like, that's how you get even more data. Right, exactly. You know, and then you have um, Brigitte Roth, who's from yes. Dublin, and she's pretty much black female Doctor Who. Yeah, she's like a tech expert. Mm-hmm. You know, like and she can do all these sorts of like super cool things with uh, with technology. Yeah, she her thing was that she gave a computer an AI, but the intelligence wasn't human based. Right. And I'm like, what does that even what does that even mean? Well, I mean, sounds scary. I don't know. Well, here's here's the thing. I can actually shed a little bit of light on this being a, a man of technical bent. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, the biggest test for AI. Yes. At least the biggest theoretical test is a test that's called the Turing test. Yeah, I've heard of this. After Alan Turing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And basically the test is, can the computer fool a person into thinking that the person was interacting with a person and not a computer? Right. They've had several tests that were marginally successful at this. Uh, it, again, it's a benchmark that it's, it's tough, you know, because yeah. it's like 
you can, like, chat with a bot for a little bit, but eventually you will figure out it's a bot. It's not an actual person. Right. Um, but what she did is, like, this assumes that if you made an AI, an artificial being, that you would expect it to comport itself like a human. Right. And that's not entirely... Like, what the fuck do you know about AIs? You know, I mean, you could create a digital dog. It, it's not going to reason like a human being does. Right. You know, and if you create something that is infinitely smarter than a human being because mm -hmm. it has the mental capacity to just go out and mine information, that's a creature that's not human. Right. It's not going to, like, it, will it understand morals? Like, does it have an ego and superego? Like, you know, it would be a completely alien being. You know, mm -hmm. and that and that's the tack that it kind of takes. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, because yeah, that's. I mean, that is what they what they create. Like I said at the beginning, um, is they all come together. They created this this AI. Right. And Robin's the one because that they kept running into that. Well, what like intelligence do we put into it? Right. You know, what do we do with this to keep it interesting? And he's like, oh. I know, and I'm like, oh, God only knows what Robin <laughs> fucking came up with. I don't know, like, what, like... Yeah, he's, like, holding a bunch of, like, arcane symbol sheets and stuff, like... Yeah, I don't know, like, what fairy he found, Yeah, what, like, old god he found, what like, just, like, in there. what, like, idea he found from, like, <laughs> ancient British history. Yes. But they put it into this thing. Inject Oberon. Are you sure? Yes. No. He clicked yes. Yes. So, um, so yes. This is this is our team, right? The, these these band of misfits, <laughs> and oh my god, like the amazing adventures. So, the first one, of course, is Sound Rock. Yes. Which, uh, was the work of Spriggins. Yes. However, like later on, when you do a thing it's actually injection which is what they call the ai yes and injection is just like hey so like i did a pretty good job with the spriggans right you didn't think that that was spriggans mm -hmm. and marita's like oh 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 <laughs> no oh, oh no <laughs> but what part of what makes me love maria and it comes from from this whole thing yeah is i mean she's she's the scientist she's yeah. she's the scully of the group it's true. Um, it's it's not fairies. It's not magic. There's a logical explanation behind it. Right. It's you know, and she's also kind of like the no bullshit one. Oh yeah, absolutely. Of one hundred percent. So when she's talking to Robin, of like, all right, so it's Spriggins. How do you deal with it? And he's like, oh, you just get them to turn their jackets inside out. Right. And then the she's Spriggins like, hold on them is is done. And she's like, oh, so she finds the two assistants yes. and she asks them nicely to take off right. their jackets and they do and they're like oh where are we and she goes to find the actual archaeologist who of course is buck ass naked yes he's defeated it and it's like you know how are you gonna make me take off my clothes if i'm not wearing any clothes and she's like well i have this like electric knife yes <laughs> so she stabs him slices him down his spine and she skins him a little bit yeah you gotta you gotta turn that inside out you know? because that's that's, you, that's that's how, how you save people that's how you save people um yeah 
And I was just like, oh my god, like, I forgot, how I forgot about that, I don't know. Can, can we take a short detour to the amazing awesomeness that is her electric knife? Yes. Like, one of the things that I love uh, about, Warren Ellis in particular does this, like, he does just enough research and boils things down in the magnificent crucible that is his brain. <laughs> and, and, you know, he's like, oh, well, you know, like, I mean, everything is based on an electrical field. So yes. if you had a knife that projects an electrical field, then you could theoretically do all sorts of fuckery with it. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm like, that is the greatest idea. And, and Robin's the one who introduces this idea. Yes. To, yes. Yes. Because he to, uh, uh, he gives it to her. Yes. Because he yeah he makes it and he's like here you know here's this this knife. Um, oh, no, it's actually an athame. 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 Yeah, I, I'm not sure what that means. So. Um, I know, I know the word just from like pagan stuff. I know like anathema, but that's that's because I played Exalted a lot. Yeah, see, because anathema <laughs> is a ceremonial dagger and... that you keep on, and all that's like represents like the god figure. Oh, I see. Yeah, but then he well, he then. puts an elect, you know, an right. electromagnetic so field actually, on it. And... Yeah. Because then it can do stuff. It can do cool stuff then. It can do cool stuff like skin a man. It's, it's totally fine. Yeah. Um, and then Injection shows up again and it fucks with Brigid. Yeah. By attaching itself to a kid, killing him and burning him alive and then speaking to her through this dead kid. Right. She's just like, oh boy. I love when she finds it and she does the, the classic tech uh, thing where she's like, Oh, ugh. Uh, have you tried turning it off and on again? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. That's, oh. that's what I would say. Um, so, you know, so we have that. Um, and then it shows up in Viv's bonkers-ass Sherlock Holmes story that he <laughs> yes. has. He has a great, a great story. Which is honestly, I think, my favorite one. Yeah. So he's in New York, and right. I'm like, oh my god, I want this to be like the American Sherlock Holmes. Can we just have like a Viv spinoff? That's <laughs> that American be, Sherlock that, Holmes. That'd, that'd be, be fantastic. Great. And he gets a client who says like one of the most Warren Ellis lines I've ever read in my life. <laughs> yes. Where it's like, you know, somebody's come in, they've taken something from me. It's like, all right, what have they taken from you? And he's like... Somebody's stolen the ghost of my mistress. <laughs> I mean, in any other comic, you might think that's weird, but oh, friend, you're reading Injection. I mean, I think if any other writer, I'd be like, that's the stupidest fucking yeah, thing I've ever but, heard. But again, like, you know, you're, you've already been hooked by the characters mm -hmm. enough that they could say anything. And you're like, all right, I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm in. in. I'm in this. So this dude has a picture of his mistress who is dead. Yes. And he is under the impression that the ghost is attached to the picture. Right. And it comes out of the picture. Yeah. And then they have sex. Yes. Ghost sex. They have ghost sex. But now somebody has stolen the picture, and right. he needs the picture back. Right, because he can't have ghost sex without the picture. So Viv is like, oh, okay. <laughs> Sound, up, sounds up my alley, mate. <laughs> <laughs> up my alley, isn't it? Yes. So they do that, and then he's like, oh, you know, and by the way, my, my son was killed, you know, in a horrible car accident. Yeah. And he's like, okay. 
And he, you know, he's like, he orders some sandwiches. Sandwiches are a recurring theme as well. It's true. And it gets delivered. And then that's when he realizes like, oh, shit, this isn't a ham sandwich. It's a people sandwich. It's long pig. And he goes to look at it and they unwrap it and it's got the tattoo on it. And it's comes from the guy's son. Yeah. And this leads to one of my favorite little montages <laughs> where his cook realizes, like, wait a minute, the only way you would have known that that wasn't ham is if you've had people before. Right. And then it's like a it's like a full page. So he hasn't just had it the once. Yeah, he's had it multiple times. Multiple times. Like prepared different oh ways. Oh my god, it's so good. And he's like, Oh, this this was actually prepared pretty well. And I'm like, Oh my <laughs> he's god, like, Viv. It was seasoned excellently. Viv, you monster. So they hunt, you know, they track it all down, they go to the deli that it came from. Okay, you know, after everything, and it turns out there's this like criminal cult yeah that thinks that this dude has found the philosopher's stone right so they've taken the picture in the hopes that like for like a ransom right which again is like the most ridiculous <laughs> thing and then it's just like no you idiots yeah he's like you were clearly confused <laughs> like it's not a, an alchemy thing right it's Fucking A. It's injection. It's, it's an AI. We that put has, it in the internet. I remember doing it. You know, that has now learned about, um, like, sex and money. Yeah. Two of the most, dry, like, the biggest driving forces of human behavior. <laughs> I just, oh my gosh, just so ridiculous. I love it. I love yeah. it. It's super great. I mean, even the story that, that uh, you know, we, we kind of left off on because, you know, the series is ongoing, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, where they they find, um, or rather, uh, uh, Brigid gets called in to, yes. like, investigate these standing stones. Yes, um, Mullion Moore. Yes. And with the like, stone circle. You know, this this group of, of archaeologists are like, oh, my God, like, this thing is like a, a satellite dish. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it, there's some sort of energy coming off it and stuff like that. But the only thing is they found half of a dude's body that's chained to these rocks. Yes. And yes. so, you know, they're like, oh, well, you'd, you'd better call the FPI in, you know. And so <laughs> um, they, you know, uh, Brigid goes there mm-hmm. and then she's like, you know, doing her, her whole awesome tech thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she figures out, oh, hey. This thing isn't like a satellite dish. There's a ditch under here, and there's a a lid on top of it. Yeah, she's like, these stones, it's a lid. Yeah, and then they open it up, and there's bodies inside with, like, little spriggan marks and stuff. It's, I I was like, oh, no, no, I have to have one more. I I need one more book. (laughs) Professor, I... So, yeah, so it's starting to all tie back together. Yes. And it's like, what... What is this? Because then it's tying back into, like, Arthurian legend. Yes. Because, you know, with Merlin and all that, um, we see a little bit of the extent of Brigid's tech that she yeah. has. 
Oh, it's awesome. I love it. Where she's like, you know, because Maria calls her and she's like, hey, I need you to go check out this thing. Yeah. And she's like, you know, why not any of these other people? And she's like, no, I need you. I trust you. Right. And she's like, oh, you know, well, did you get me a plane ticket? She's like, no, I, you know, I know things even Simon and Viv don't know. This girl right. has like a fucking working TARDIS. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Which I'm not a Doctor Who fan. I think it's, it's true. Of, Emily's not a Doctor Who fan. Not at all. I, I'm honestly like the whole fandom of it ruins it for me. I'm like, well, whatever. Yeah. But my hat's pretty boss that she has like, no, she's not going to fly there. Yeah. She just teleports herself there. Yep. Because why wouldn't you? Yeah. All she needs is an empty garage and she's good to go. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, that's, that's amazing. Oh, it's so good. Such a good... Like, everything is is great in this <laughs> book. It's like, the art is fantastic. Yes, oh my god, Declan's art is amazing. Yeah, it's super duper good. The writing, obviously, top-notch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it just the color palettes chosen, the way that they, you know, portray the characters, their different styles of dress, make them extremely different from each other. Yes, oh my god. Okay, like, the... um. With the color palettes, I like that you can yeah. instantly tell that it's a flat, even though everyone dresses the same, pretty right. much. I mean, there's, like, haircuts. Maria definitely looks older. Yeah, she looks a lot more haggard. Yeah, like, now, but you can tell instantly that it's a flashback. Yeah. Because it gains, like, a purple tone. Right, exactly. To it, which I really like that it's, okay, so your col- your characters are in full color, but their environment is just, like, it's a monotone purple. Right, exactly. And I'm like, which is great. Or like, um, yeah, when they flash back and it's like Robin goes to visit Brigid at her house. Yeah. And it's that monotone yellow. Right. Just to show like the warmth of the inside as a, you know, juxtaposed with, you know, how cold and raining it is outside. I'm like, oh, right. this is brilliant. And I could see now why Jordy became a champion for like, y'all need to pay attention to the colorists. Yeah. We're not just, you know, filling in the lines. Right, so like exactly. having read old comics with really crappy coloring. Right. Hellblazer circa like 1989. I'm looking Oof, at you. Yeah, my bones. Oof. <laughs> you know, a good colorist can make or break a book. Sure. Absolutely. And absolutely. The, that's the, correct. The palette they choose is fantastic. Mm. Like I said, like I love the whole flashback palette. Yeah, uh, the, the whole book is just beautiful. Yeah, the character designs are are absolutely fantastic. Oh I my. love that when they show Robin outside, mm-hmm. and he's always dressed in like multiple layers of clothing. It makes him look kind of druidy. Yes, yes. You know, but it's like a modern sort of take on it. it it's really, really good. If mm-hmm. you have not heard of Injection, go out and buy all of it because you will love it. Yeah, it's only twelve issues. Yeah, that's it. So far. It's, yeah, it's not it's very far. It's a good jumping on point. Yeah, no, definitely. Like I said, like, you can find um, through Comixology, the first couple of issues are free to read. The older issues, I think, are only a buck ninety nine. Yeah. So it's not going to cost that much to get caught up on anyway. I know there's trades. Absolutely. There's at there, least there one are. trade. There might be two at this point. I, uh, Twelve issues, probably two, I would say. Yeah, but I mean, it's, uh, it's just so... It, good it's oh yeah. it's, it's great characters you can tell that the, the the writer knows exactly where he's going with the story yeah absolutely you know which again i'm a big proponent of quality over quantity mm-hmm. and i don't mind it being a shorter series 
Right. If, if I can tell that that's what this, this is going good. to be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, injection isn't going to be 500 issues. No. I, I would be shocked, you know. Yeah. But again, there's a clear vision of where this is going. And I'm like, oh, I just want to see, like, what is going to happen next. Right. What intelligence exactly did they put into this thing? I know there's more backstory to cover. Oh, sure. Of yeah, what, absolutely. What else has everyone been up to? Why specifically this group of people, you know, now that you have Robin, who finally accepted the job at the Breaker's Yard, which he had been yeah. fighting and fighting and fighting. Right. Because, this, I mean, it killed his sister. It killed his mother. We yeah, don't know like, how. Exactly. Right. But you, you get know. the feeling that it's like, you know. He's just like, no, I'm not like, I'm not going to be the next moral to die in the breaker yards. Yeah. So, you know, his grandfather died there, but now that he's taken over. So what does that mean? Right. And I mean, Maria kind of manipulated him into taking that job. Yeah, it's, it's true. But then again, what I like about Maria too is like, she's the one who's like, look, we did a really shitty thing. Mm -hmm. Like we need to. You know, we need to step up and, like, and and do something about it. We're to blame for this. Yeah, I mean, her, God, like, her guilt over that. Yeah. Because her whole thing is, you know, I didn't stop it. Right. She was, she comes off as the head of the group. Right. You know, she was kind of in charge of everything, and she didn't stop it. And she pulls Robin into it by being like, and you were the one who made the, you know, the intelligence Right, exactly. That we You're the one in. that gave it life. Yeah, yeah, so this is on you too, pal. Yeah, you, you can't, can't just sit around and mope all day. Yeah, you can't mope, you know, along Britain's highways. <laughs> and... Just walking Britain's oldest roads. I was like, oh my God. it that is It's a poor thing when we can't do that in America. Yeah, so, and I also like kind of, you know, the... The bitterness she feels over because yeah. everyone is always like, oh, and where's Robin and how's Robin and blah, blah, blah. Right, exactly. And she's just like, oh, no, I just had the skin of man today. How are you, Maria? Like, Yeah, I know. It's it's fine. It's like nobody seems to be really worried about poor Maria. And I'm like, oh, I'm worried about you, Maria. <laughs> I'd make you a sandwich, Maria. I'd make you a good sandwich, Maria. My sandwich would be better than Emily's sandwich. Uh, probably. I'm not a very good cook. Um, Best cook. But... Yeah, I'm just, oh, I'm just, oh, I want to know more about every, I want to see more of, like, Simon's, like, MI6 adventures. Yeah. I want to see more of Viv being, like, a raging (laughs) asshole to everyone. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see more flashbacks and, like, see more of the world revealed to us, like. Yes, You know, because you get glimpses of kind of the powers behind the curtain, but you never quite see them. Yes, yes. You know? I mean, I know there's a ton, there's got to be a ton of stories behind oh, the sure. Lowlands University and the Ministry of Time and Measurement. and Yeah, or even like, you know, within the FP or FBI, where it's like, like, what happened to Maria's old controller? Why does she have the new controller? Like, yeah, like, you know? who who else is in the FPI? Because it can't just yeah. be these five people. Yeah, there's like, they have a weird support structure. Who are those people? You know, like, again... Yeah. This is like this is how you you make a like a an organ like it reminds me a little bit of the BPRD books. Oh yeah, yeah. You know because it's like you've got an organization and you've got different people, but it's distinct from that because they're not all on board with the FBI. They are working together, mm-hmm. 
But, you know, they're like, well, I mean, look, we're not all on the same team anymore. Some of us are, you know, have full-time jobs. Yeah, you yeah. Know? This isn't the all-encompassing. Right, I mean, I'm exactly. sure at some point it will become oh, that. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to yeah. have to because, right. I mean, you've unleashed this horrible thing in the name of keeping the future interesting. Oh, they, they succeeded. They sure as hell did. Well, and that's our job here at Opal City Radio to keep your futures exciting. Yes. Yes. So you can uh, inject the machine intelligence that we've prepared for you at opalcityradio at (laughs) gmail.com. Uh, you can go to opalcityradio.blogspot.com and mm-hmm. inject the, the uh, your your Spriggan code into that. Um, let's see. You can go on Facebook and tell us what a terrible mistake we've made in bringing such a beast onto the internet. Yes. Um, you could go on Twitter and tweet at Emily to say, how dare you? Like, where was, like, where, where was the second guessing? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't we, know. we thought it was a good idea at the time. I mean, it's pretty boring, isn't it? It, isn't it? Pretty, pretty old boring, isn't it? <laughs> Twitter, isn't it? Yes, yeah, Facebook's, isn't it? Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, you can get in touch with us there and listen to the podcast. And do all this over on podcast.com as well. And uh, we will be back with another new podcast, hopefully with our awesome improved audio quality next week. Yeah. Bye, guys. This has been a production of Opal City Radio, now ending its broadcast day. <laughs>